Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, guys. You know what I love the most, and what I think other girls love the most too, <laughs> is when my guy is when my guy comes at the same time I do. But that rarely happens for guys, okay? But that rarely happens, and that's because there is an orgasm guy. There is an orgasm gap. We all know it exists, but there is a solution, and that is promescence delay spray. I know what some of you guys are thinking, like delay spray, I don't have PE. Well, their delay spray is not just for guys with PE, it's for any guy who wants to last a little bit longer in bed without having to worry about it. And that's because it's not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer to your girl or and it's not going to transfer to your partner. And for your partner, they have a whole line of women's products. I use their warming gel. They also sell lube. They sell condoms. They sell supplements. They have everything you need for a really hot night of sex. I love Promescent products, but not all, but don't just take it from me, okay? Not only do I recommend, but don't just take it from me. Over 2,000 medical professionals recommend over 2,000 medical professionals recommend them. So what are you waiting for? Go get yourself some Promescent and make sure to go to delayspray.com and go get yourself some Promescent. And for listeners of this show, you're going to get 15% off your whole order. So order up. Go to promescent.com slash strictly anon. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon. You're going to get fit. You're going to get you're going to get 15% off your whole order. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon. Go there now for 15% off or just go to the description and click on the link and 15% is going to be automatically applied at checkout. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everyone's voices. I also change people's names or you could change your own name. You could email me from a phony email, call me from a phony number or a block number. I don't care who you really are or where you live or what you do for a living. I just want to hear your true story. I love a good, true, interesting story. If it's naughty, even better. You could be on the show by emailing me, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. You could also leave an anonymous confession. I have an anonymous confessions line. I have hundreds of confessions now. I'm going to start making some of them into some episodes here. I do change the voices just so you know on all of the confessions. 
You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need longer, you could just call back. If you're going to call the confessions line, I'm going to give you that number in a second. Make sure you're in a quiet place, okay? And make sure to speak clearly. <laughs> the number is 347-420-3579. 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. Don't text me hello or think I'm going to call you back. I don't check that phone, okay? That is strictly for my episodes to do tape my calls as well as to tape confessions that's not my phone I carry around I don't fucking text people okay so just leave your confession there though and I will air it over on my patreon all the confessions are aired over on my patreon like I said there's hundreds of them as well as all the anonymous picks of all of the girls that have been on my show there's hundreds of those as well as well as Q&As where I answer all kinds of questions, as well as now access to my private Discord. There's over a thousand people on there. It's a fun community. I don't get involved with the Discord. It's more of a place for listeners of my show, as well as guests. Whenever somebody comes on my show, I give them free access for my Discord so they, they could go in and post like whatever they want and talk to people. And it, it's become like a really great community where not only the people who sign up for my Patreon are involved, it's also my guests. Anyone who comes on my show, I give them free access to go into my Discord and talk to people. People are like hooking up, okay? I'm getting private DMs where people are like, oh my God, I hooked up with this one and that one. <laughs> And people told me, someone told me the other day that the people like are checking each other's geographical location so that they could try and hook up. So it's becoming like a really great community. You get access to my private discord if you join my Patreon. It's only $5 a month and you get all that shit I just told you. It's too cheap. I got to raise it and I keep not raising it. (laughs) But if you get in now at $5, you don't get raised even if I do. Okay, so if I raise it to seven bucks, you're not you're going to be locked in at five you could cancel at any time. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. And so today I have on George and Mary. I love when I do a couple like this. I got George coming on first and then Mary coming on second. George and Mary are in a relationship. They've been together for a couple of years, four years, I think. Very much in love, have a great relationship. Everything's really great. And at some point in their relationship, Mary brought up that she used to be in the lifestyle. That's why I get her story separate because she came into that relationship with a backstory, which is fucking fascinating. George talks about meeting Mary and when she brought up that she had this past history of being in the lifestyle and then there are a couple of experiences that they had together. He gets in detail about that, how he felt when she told him, when she told him, and then their experiences. He goes into details of those experiences. One of them was a gangbang. I'm like, I call that a gangbang. <laughs> She actually, when I talked to her, she calls it a gangbang too. It definitely was. And he talks all about that good stuff, how he felt, what exactly what went down and how he feels about being in the lifestyle with his girl. Then Mary comes on and I get her whole backstory. And her backstory is fascinating. All I knew before I got on the phone with her was that she was a 25 year old virgin who got into the lifestyle with the first guy she met. When, and I'm like, how the fuck does that happen? My first question to her was, why were you a virgin still at 25? Her answer is fascinating. It made sense when she told me. I'm not going to tell you right now. I'm not going to give it all away in the episode, but you might see it in the description. <laughs> if you don't want to, spoiler alert, don't read the description. But when she explained why, it, like I said, it definitely made sense. She was older when she lost her virginity and it was hilarious the way she lost it because she was one of those people that when she did get into having sex, she had weird rules and regulations about it. So really, she went in having anal first. (laughs) 
and not vaginal. But once she was in, she was fully in because the first guy she met, like I said, was this guy that was in the lifestyle. He was very honest to her about it straight up from the beginning. Not only that he was in the lifestyle, but that he was with other women. So she always had clear boundaries of what this relationship was with him. And she was down to take that ride. She looked at it as like an exploration and boy, did she explore with him. I mean, they got into BDSM and they got hardcore into house parties. And she went to a lot of house parties. They did all kinds of things. She was totally open to it. He taught her how to squirt. We talk about that, how that came up. She got into BDSM. She talks about how she would have never thought she would like pain and she'd be able to turn it into pleasure, but she did. And she talks about all their experiences and how that relationship worked. And it was different than George and that that guy, she was always able to keep her distance because she knew he was very, very into the lifestyle. And that was something she didn't want to ever totally get into. And that's why she has some moderation with George. And then she does go into explaining the birthday present <laughs> that she got George, which was his first experience in the lifestyle. That time she had a gangbang, that was his birthday present, okay? That's what she gave him. She explains that time as well as the second time they've just been to clubs together. She's still looking for house parties because she likes house parties. Her whole story is fascinating and interesting. So I'm going to get right to it and be right back on with Georgia Mary. They did send me pics and those are over on Patreon, anonymous pics. If you want to see them, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. I'm going to be right back on with George and Mary. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, George. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great, Kathy. How are you? I'm good. So listen, I'm going to I'm going to do something that I do. I've done before where I'm going to talk to you first, George. You're one person in a couple. You have a girlfriend. Uh, you guys are in the lifestyle. You just started. She's the one that got you into it. She's the one who was in the lifestyle already. When you met her, she was already in it. She went. She's very interesting. And we're going to talk to her, too. Halfway through this episode, we're going to get her on the call after I get the backstory from you and she's going to talk about her story because she's a girl that like went from being a virgin till she was kind of old if you ask me <laughs> I was kind of slutty <laughs> and left my lost my virginity when I was really young she loses her virginity and boom first guy gets her into the lifestyle so she's got that backstory right. and then she got you into it so I'm going to talk to you first right. and just everyone needs to stay tuned because after I hear from you Mary's also going to be on this call so George I know that one of the first things you said in the email email was that you guys are an interracial couple. How did you guys meet? Tell me that story. So, unfortunately, well, I don't want to say unfortunately, but so we met online, uh -huh. uh, well, on the data dating apps. So everyone does, it is what it is. So dated, everything's going, everything's going great, and everything's normal, whatever. And uh, yeah, we're having some pillow talk and naturally you start talking about your experiences, exes, what have you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the lifestyle comes up and I think Maybe I've heard of maybe I've heard of it before, but didn't really think of I don't know. Just never really put one to one together. And so to kinda hear that, yeah, my partner I was firmly into the lifestyle, I was like, Okay. Didn't <laughs> Kathy didn't really know yeah, didn't really know what to do with that, but I knew the bad George on my shoulder was, Hey, we need to explore this. Um, and <laughs> Can I ask you a question? How long yeah, into sure. your dating did she tell you that? Because wow. that is always kind yeah. of like, what is that sweet spot? When is the, the correct time to start really letting your freak flag fly with someone? <laughs> I, Kathy, I would say about, I, I would say about six, nine months. Oh, a long time. 
Yeah, yeah, it wasn't early. It wasn't day two, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely we had had built up trust and love for each other. So yeah, so so she tells me everything and it was her, her first and... So that was that alone was intriguing, right? So then there's parties and there's there's clubs and I'm just I'm kind of turned on, but at the same time I'm like, am I allowed to be turned on? Is this is this okay? Is this normal? Like you're kind of like wrestling with all these thoughts in your head. Yeah. Um, but but I was definitely I'm still a man, right? So I was definitely intrigued. Definitely wanted to to see what to see what the hype was all about. <laughs> and again, I think when it, was, when it was first brought up to me, Kathy. Nothing really transpired, right? Nothing happened. Um, it was actually, if you want me to lean into it, I, I can. Yeah. So actually what happened was for my birthday, she took me out and it was a club. And to come to find out, it was a, yeah, it was a swimmers club. So that but, was my oh. first experience. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, let yeah, me so ask you it, this. Did you guys have conversations about what you were going to do, what you were going to not do? Were there any kind of rules or regulations? And then the other thing I'd want to know is, did you were you nervous of how you'd feel like if you guys were going to swap or do anything like that? So the great question. So we never really talked about rules. Okay. I think we probably if anything if anything we probably said no kissing. But ironically, uh Mary was open to the kissing. Like, hey, if it happens, it happens. And exactly. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um so at that so I'm I'm pretty more I'm more of a pleaser, right? I, I want to make sure my partner is having a good time, happy, enjoying herself. So pretty much whatever if she's happy i'm happy but i also know my partner in the sense of hey it's one thing if you're playing with a boyfriend but it's another thing if you're playing with someone who you really really care about so i was i I wanted to kind of guard her heart too but then the bad george was like hey man we need to see what's going on (laughs) we need to check this out so as far as rules i believe uh, just the kissing but that was kind of one of those things like, hey, if it happens, it happens. It is what it is. I forget what was your second Oh, question. were you going to do, were you going to okay. do full swaps or anything? Did you know how far you were going to go or did you think you just feel it out when you got there? I think we were just going to feel out once we got there. Yeah. But I think I also told her like, hey, look, I'm not the one just to kind of, you know, go somewhere and not have fun. I'm. I've, it, sound, it sounds amazing, right? It's, you know, it's, 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 it sounds like a free-for-all. So, yeah. hey, what's what? But in my head, which I didn't tell her, I wanted I wanted to kind of watch her. I didn't want to, my first experience, and I'm having sex with another woman. So I kind of wanted her to lead the way. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. 
Do you get turned on by what you hear? I know I do. And that's why I love Dipsy Stories. Dipsy Stories is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories. No matter what you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy has something for you. Whether you want straight stories or queer stories, threesomes or moresome stories, you're going to find it on Dipsy. They have hundreds of stories to choose from and they're they're constantly releasing new content, okay? So there is always something new to explore. They also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, and written stories if you want to read something hot. And they also have my favorite feature, their jump to the action button. So if you're really horny and you want to get right to it, you just press a button and it's going to take you right to where the action starts. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy. And for listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon. Dipsy stories.com slash strictly anon. Go there now to get 30 days of free access or just go to the description and click on the link. I yeah, you wanted to sit back and watch while you got comfortable. I That makes sense. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that exactly. makes sense. Okay, so you get to the club. So it's your birthday, all the stars align, like you say, and hey. she's got your fucking girlfriend's giving you a great present. She's, let's go to a sex hey. club. <laughs> listen, listen, Kathy. So at the, it's, it's two floors, two levels or whatever. So the yeah. bottom level is a dance floor. I believe there's a stripper floor there. There's, there's BYOB, whatever. And then there's upstairs. So now upstairs, there's lockers. And then there's a big shower, see-through glass. So everyone can wow. see in there. And then there's individual rooms or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then you got the porn on the, on, on the TVs. So I'm I, I'm like, at, I'm a kid in the candy store, right? I'm like, yo, this is amazing. <laughs> this is this is like eyes wide shut. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I'm all in. Yeah. Oh so, so we walk back downstairs, have a couple of drinks, whatever, whatever. Don't really see any couples that kind of want to play with or whatever, but it's still early. Now, Mary, she's the one. If the party's at 9 to 2, Mary's there at 9.15. I'm like, Mary, we can't we can't get there so early, right? You, you got to kind of get there in the middle. But I got to pick my battles. So so we're there early, whatever, kind of feeling it out. And after, our, after a few drinks, I'm like, hey, let's just go upstairs. Let's just go upstairs. Let's see what's going on. So we go upstairs. There's, there's, I don't see hound dogs, but there's like a line, like a <laughs> oh, row of guys, really sitting down, like just, yeah, just sitting down, like just they're talking, but they're like, you know what's going on, right? So I was like, all right, this is different, but okay. So we walk into into one of the rooms, close the door. We start getting busy. She's giving me head. I'm getting excited because I know obviously they're outside the door. So I can't remember who opened the door, but I believe, of course, Mary might see something different. I believe I asked her, I said, hey, do you want to you open the door? Mary, Kathy, she opens the door and it's like a free fall. I mean, you got guys running over each other. I mean, everyone's coming in. Like an orgy? Oh, my goodness. Mary, big orgy. Right? Yeah. So let's say four guys, might be five. Uh-huh. Let's say four guys come in. And she's going to town, right? She's sucking one off. She's sucking another off. 
one guy. Oh my goodness, your wife, oh fat ass. So again, I have so much going through my head right now, right? What's going on, George? How are we here? What, what's going on? What are we <laughs> doing here, right? Are you what turned on though? On? Are you turned on? Oh, little. Hey, listen, little George was he was ready, right? Little George was like, hey, <laughs> okay. let's go. Yeah. So it was it was it was amazing. So so anyways, she's she's having fun. I think. I think five minutes into it, Kathy, she's squirting over the on the bed. Oh I mean, my it's, goodness! It's, it's it is amazing. She's back in her glory, right? She's done this before. Yeah, and by the way, that's <laughs> why she didn't give a shit about kissing because it's everyone's typically. A lot of people have that rule in the beginning, and she was probably going to tell me that her and her guy did it at first. But it's always the first one to go out, and nobody that's in the lifestyle for a long time ever keeps that rule that's never one that's still there right. years later right. that's why she was like who gives a fuck because she's been there right. done that right yeah so anyway so wait so she's how many guys are in there that she's hanging out with kathy there's there's <laughs> there, at least five. Oh my at goodness least five. maybe it's at a gangbang could we call it a gangbang hey i mean i mean so here's the funny part yeah so now so there's a security guard he walks around, whatever, whatever. So uh-huh. security guard walks by the room and goes, hey, there's too many guys in here, right? Too many guys in here. This this room is for about two to three people. You can't, you can't have six or seven. Yeah. So so I think, and I never admitted to this, so I'm definitely going to deny this, even though it's taped. <laughs> so I believe I closed the door. <laughs> I believe little George was so excited. Hey, man, he's ringing our parade. I believe I closed the door. Oh my now, God, there were so many guys. There were so many guys there that he thought it was one of the other guys who closed the door. It was me. Yeah. But so now he opens it. He's banging on the door. Open the door. Open the door. So he finally comes in there. He's everyone out. Everyone out. So now it's just me and Mary. So Mary's hair is all messed up. Oh. <laughs> you know, she... <laughs> so so now we hey close the door. Now me and Mary we go to town. We we finish fucking over there. Then, then we leave, Kathy. Kathy, we leave. We have sex again in the car. Have sex again at the hotel. I mean, that night, yeah. My Kathy, the it reclaiming. Was like I was living a. Listen, it it was like I was living in, in a porno scene. It was amazing. <laughs> I love your like regular person view of things because really, this is like a. You had never done anything like this. And you're never, older never. than her. She's younger yeah. than you, right? She's 32. How old are you again? Right. 36. 36. Okay, cool. So you had never been with a girl that was into any of this kind of stuff. So this was your first experience. And so the reclaiming is like everybody talks about, like unbelievable. Yes. Yes. It was. I mean, the reclaiming, like that was, that was amazing. So definitely had fun, great experience. And then actually it took about a, uh, probably another year until we uh, played again, so that 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 was another experience. So it it was uh, it was definitely definitely fun. Uh, but let me ask you a question before we get to that second experience, and then we're gonna get and then we're gonna get Mary on and get her backstory. So after that night, sometimes in the heat of passion, you're just really horny. You feel one way, and then sometimes after you lose your erection and you're back in reality, you might feel another way. Did you ever, at any point after that first experience, this is your first time in your whole life that you see your girl with other guys? Did you have any kind of mixed feelings about it, or was it all just wow? I'm totally okay with this. Like, Kathy, wholeheartedly, yeah. zero. Yeah, Didn't that's feel great. Anything like, like Kathy, honestly, like uh-huh. we'll have sex, mm-hmm. and I'll be talking shit as, oh yeah, you miss all those guys, and, and like we're actually like playing with each. <laughs> 
Yeah, Kathy. So no, so actually, as a guy, we're already already horny or whatever. So this was this was right up my alley. I was like, hey, all right, let's go. Yeah, but the, the reason why I ask is because I think, and I wonder if I was talking to George before he met Mary and before you ever did this, and I was your friend, and we were just having a cup of coffee, and I was like, George, do you think you could ever watch your girl fuck another guy? My friend just did that or something like because you might have said no way like I could never because a lot of guys I think regular guys that's what's so interesting about you is you're just this regular guy that lived in the vanilla world in comes Mary she gets you into the lifestyle takes you out and boom first night like all this shit is going down and you're totally okay with it but I wonder would would you have thought you would be okay because I don't think that most guys even though they're so super horny right we all know guys think with their dicks it's not like they're all like totally uh, down to watch their girl fuck another guy. I mean, it seems like a big kink because I have so many episodes on it, but I think a lot of guys really would be very jealous and would never want their girl fucking another guy. It's a two-way street, though, right? So th- there's there's the one side of the street where they will never admit to it, right? They're not like, I'm not, yeah, not going to admit to it or whatever. That's, that, sound, that, sounds, that sounds crazy, right? So you have that. They, right, 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 right. So you have that, you have that side. Then you have Actually, there's a lot. There's a lot of layers here, right? Then yeah. you also have, you know, so like we play like an hour, actually like two hours away. I'm like, hey, look, if, if we're doing this, like I need to be, <laughs> I need to be like, you know, hours away or whatever, because you know, last thing I want to do is walk in somewhere and I see someone who I know. That that will be an awkwardness or whatever. So okay. you have that. You have that. And then one thing about Mary is if she would ever say hey george this isn't gonna work like i i thought i was cool with it with my boyfriend but you know you're in a different atmosphere uh, i think it's communication and really just making sure your partner is is okay with it because i know if i were to tell mary hey mm, not really feeling it and then i think also cat i know i'm getting long-winded i think also because that first experience was it was kind of it was kind of fast right if the security guard didn't come in there and we're in pound town for an hour yeah i might feel a little bit right so it's kind of it's kind of hard to say oh so because on that first so that first experience it wasn't like you saw her doing a lot you didn't have a lot of time to think about it because that happened fast they got kicked out and then you got to reconnect with her so right yeah right right i mean you know she's still at intercourse right still you know <laughs> sucking guys off whatever whatever it wasn't like they're missionary and something sensual i don't so, think that you need to feel that way i'm just saying that right. I, I think that a lot of guys would expect that they would feel that way and it's interesting when they don't and a lot of guys come on and are here to say that they would have totally thought that they were, thought that they would be jealous watching their girl with someone else but it actually did was the opposite they were turned on so now get to your second experience second experience i think we were just it was just one of those nights one of those horny nights and we had a, we had a free kid night so whenever whenever you have a free kid night you want to take advantage of that so so yeah we go up to we go out a few hours away we get there there's like a smoke room so we're at the smoke room we're talking to other people asking questions one one couple actually got married at a, I was like, this is, again, I'm, I'm just, my mind is blowing. Okay, people get married at a service <laughs> club. Okay, whatever. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is out there. So I had a couple of drinks, whatever, whatever. I had a smoke. Go up. We go upstairs. Now, this one, this one's beautiful. You go upstairs, same setup, different beds, but everything's wide open, though. Everything's wide open. 
So as you go upstairs, there's, I want to say, four beds in this one area. So three of the beds are getting occupied, right? You got two couples, three of the couples, you know, going downtown, just having fun. So <laughs> little, little George is like, all right, hey, let's go. <laughs> it's, time, it's, time to, it's time to put in some work. Um, so yeah, lay Mary down, start eating her out. She's, I mean, she's wet through the panties. I mean, it was just, it was awesome. So now the couple see us, and I want to say we were probably the youngest ones there. So they start joining. So I back out, Kathy, and then I watch the guys play with Mary. Now then one of the wives from the guys, she grabs me. She grabs me to the other bed or whatever. So I was like, oh, man, here, here it is. This is God testing me. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, Mary's on one bed. I'm on the other bed. And yeah, yeah, we're, 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 we're fucking. And in my head, I was like, man, I, we'll, we'll see how this goes. But it, it was awesome. Now, the funny part was I wasn't, I wasn't fully into it with, with the other female. So that kind of took the little fun out of it. So then I joined back, reconnected, reclaimed with Mary. So now, now, you know, fuck Mary, whatever. Now one of the guys, he's about to come. I said, hey, come on my face, come on my face. Never again. I, bad George, I'm like, it's bad George. I get in trouble with bad George. But bad George is on, <laughs> yeah. on my shoulder. And so he finishes on her face and everything. I mean, Kathy, again, amazing. So I think, yeah, then I finish. We leave the club, Kathy. Then we go around the corner. We fuck some more in the in the car. I think there's even people walking by. So, um... Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's bad George, Kathy, bad George. Well, there's nothing bad about it. That's the greatest thing about when you're doing something like this with somebody that you care about. You're in a committed relationship. She's down for it. You're down for it. You guys are doing this for the right reason. You're in it together. That's the way to do it. Nothing bad. Your girl's girl's open to it and interested in it. I mean, how long have you guys been together so far now? Four years. Oh, four years. Right. So you guys have been together for a long time. I mean, did it, would you say it's strengthened your relationship, your sex life? I mean, that's what a lot of people say. Um, Was it made your sex life better because you could refer back to those scenes now? Well, I guess because we could talk about those scenes, right? But, but, but I would say no, because again, our sex life has always always been, oh my goodness. I mean, has always been anywhere, anytime. So, but Having another experience, I think that has definitely definitely something to talk about. So no, definitely it's 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 been a, it's been a ride. It's definitely been a ride. Right, that's interesting because you always had a good sex life anyway. So it's not like this right. is doing anything more; just an extension of that. Now, do you plan on going back? I mean, what are your guys' plans? We're gonna get Mary on now, but what are your future plans? I mean, are you down to so, go back? Are you into it? Oh yeah. Almost definitely. So I think, so one thing that Mary's into is the whole tying up and, and things, things of that nature. So uh, we want to do more, just different things. So some, what's that? Is that BD, BDSM, something like that? So more bondage play. So we've done clubs. Now, yeah. Mary, she, she's done house parties. Mm-hmm. So we want to try different things. We're on, we're on Reddit. We're on, what's the other one? FetLife. Mary, she's she has her only fans but believe it or not it's actually hard to kind of find not only single guys but even couples sometimes you get weirdos and it's yeah nah so we're very of course that's that's my heart so i'm very protective of of, of her 
So once I feel like a red flag, I'm like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. So, so yeah, we just do the clubs, but no, definitely, definitely open to it. I mean, we, we've even looked at some swinger cruises, things of that nature. So yeah. Oh my God. We are getting into the busiest time of the year, right? From now till December, things fly fucking by. Okay. So who has time to cook? Well, with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, you don't have to cook, okay? You also don't have to go to the store. You don't have to buy a million different ingredients. You don't have to chop shit up, and then you don't have to clean up. All you got to do is choose your meals, and they're going to be delivered right to your door. They are ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess, and they are delicious. I promise you. I signed up for Factor. I chose the vegan option just to try it out because that's the way I roll. And I love the food. The Marcella mushroom with risotto was my personal fave. They have so many different options to choose from. Their meals are prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. You could pause, cancel, or change your plan at any time. So you really have nothing to lose and everything to gain because they have great food. So head to factormeals.com slash strictly anonymous 50 and use code strictly anonymous 50 to get 50% off that's code strictly anonymous 50 at factormeals.com slash strictly anonymous 50 to get 50% off or just go to the description and click on the link yeah I love it you have a long future ahead of you but what's interesting and why we're going to get your girl on is because she does have BDSM experience with her other guy and that first guy that she was in the lifestyle. So we're going to get her on now and I'm going to get her whole backstory and get this story from her perspective. So thanks, George and little George for coming on the show. (laughs) 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 Big George and little George. (laughs) Uh, Let's get her on. Thanks for calling in. And and, and now thanks for passing me on to Mary. Bye, Kathy. Bye, George. Uh, Hi, Mary. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. I just talked to your guy, George. Hi, Kathy. Thanks for having us. Sorry. Yeah, talking this... to him and now talking to me. Yeah, this is fun. Listen, because you had a little backstory going on. I was like, I'm going to talk to Mary separately. <laughs> and we always leave the girl for last because that's who my listeners love to hear from. And it's interesting because you have a backstory. I mean, you and George just, you guys have been together for a while and you did open up your relationship and you guys jumped into the lifestyle. You've had a couple experiences. He went through those. We'll talk about those as well. You'll tell me that story sure. too. But I know what was interesting about you, what he put in the email was like, yeah, I have this girlfriend. She's like 32. But when she was 25, she lost her virginity and then got into the lifestyle. I'm like, so two things right there stood out to me. Like, <laughs> A, 20, 25 is pretty late to lose your virginity. And then to go straight from being a virgin in the lifestyle. I love that complete turnaround. It's so interesting. I'm like, I need to hear, I need to hear that story. Yeah, I need to talk to Mary separately. So we'll eventually get to the point where you meet George and you guys get into the lifestyle but tell me first of all why were you still a virgin at 25 oh I grew up in a conservative family my childhood and rearing I was homeschooled from kindergarten to college and then in high school I would take you know um you could actually start college in high school so I took some college courses in high school I went to a college locally, so I commuted, so I work and commuted, and that kept me so busy that, and I was in nursing school, so that kept me so busy that I didn't have time to even 
think about dating. I was still living at home. And so I graduated, got my job. I was like, okay, it's time to move out. So moved out. And I was like, all right, well now like I need to start dating. I haven't done this before. So you go to the apps, good old dating apps and start swiping. And then that's when I met, I guess, my first study boyfriend, I guess. And he was always very upfront about what he liked, his lifestyle, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, okay, well, like, I don't know too much about this. Like, basically, I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So he was straight up right from the beginning. Listen, I'm in the lifestyle. I go to swingers yeah. club, that kind of a thing he explained to you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 100%. He's, I love unicorns. I want to hair them. I just go out and do my thing. I'm like, well, that's a lot. And no, I don't want to hair them. But you seem like fun. So we'll keep hanging out. Let me ask you this, because you did live in this world where you're homeschooled and everything. Was it as far as sex is concerned and masturbation and porn? Did you have any kind of experience? You just sort of being curious on your own or did you know nothing? Yeah, you did. Okay. So I would, because the information given to me was so limited, I I did get curious Yeah. as I got older. So I did watch porn. The whole masturbation, I didn't do that until I moved out because I really didn't know what am I doing. Wow. Um, That's so so interesting. That I didn't start until after I had moved out. Wow. Maybe homes. Maybe if you really want to control your your kids, homeschooling is the way to do it. I mean, she, you really didn't know what the fuck was going on. You didn't know anything about the outside world, not even how to jerk off. Yeah, no. And I would get obviously excited and turned on yeah. watching porn. Like it wasn't like I was like, ew. Of course. Yeah. It. Yeah. I was excited. I was turned on. But yeah, I guess not enough to figure it out myself want to do it myself yeah, didn't know what to kind of do with what I was feeling yeah. okay well like I'm feeling kind of excited but what do I do now wow. um, <laughs> and do you remember that first time when you moved out that you went to town on yourself I mean like how did that happen yeah well I bought a toy because I'm like I don't like what my fingers like no I need I need something more just because that's kind of what I was watching up for and yeah you know, either yeah had a, either had a guy or they had a toy so mm-hmm. I was like okay well I need something <laughs> So, yeah, so I got a toy and I have to say, I, it was, it was interesting. Even now I, it's funny because I was actually talking to George about this recently, like getting myself off isn't as, it's limiting to me. I need more than that. But yeah, so started going out with this guy, Mm -hmm. um, I think I probably, he probably saw me as a little bit of a challenge because, hey, she's a homeschool girl that knows nothing. And I, and he's obviously at a hundred. So I think he definitely thought of me as a little bit of a challenge. And Um, what did you think about him considering he was a guy that was on the opposite end of the spectrum? Were you a little nervous or intimidated or were you excited and curious? What, how did you feel about him? I was very comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like he made me feel very comfortable, very curious. I didn't feel pressured. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Okay. He was just like, just very straightforward and open about it. Uh-huh. And it was more like having a conversation. It wasn't like he was trying to hide it to get me into it or coerce me. It was just like, hey, this is what I do. And he was, you know, okay, hanging out with me without doing anything. Yeah, yeah. 
So I was like, okay, sure. Yeah, we'll hang out. And I also knew, I also appreciated him being honest from the beginning totally. because I also knew that honestly, I wasn't the only, the only person he was seeing. So I think for me, it was like, okay, like I can view you as a friend. I can experience new things with you, mm-hmm. but I'm also not afraid of falling head over heels for you because those are certain things that I don't want in a permanent relationship. Right. So it was more of exploring. I guess I kind of viewed it as more of an exploration with him. Yeah, what a fucking exploration you got <laughs> on your first I kind of feel bad. I mean your poor mom, here she was hiding you from the world all this time. <laughs> what she what she didn't know is you'd go the opposite. Oh my God. <laughs> So um, the way I was raised and mentally, it was like, okay, well, virginity, that's tied to a certain spot. You don't let anybody go there. Yeah. So it's, okay, well, there's the back door. That doesn't count. Oh, does my it? God. I love people like you. It's the most <laughs> twisted fucking thing I've right? ever heard. If you fuck me in my pussy hole, that <laughs> is against God's law. But you can fuck me in the ass. You know, he doesn't care about that. So, um, so yeah, so explored that first. I don't know, maybe, yeah, yep, that it may be simultaneous with oral, I guess. So, you know, yeah, (laughs) first, and then went the whole way several visits to time months later. And then once that cherry had been popped, then it was like, okay, well, what else do we want to do? So we did things by ourselves with the tying up and um, spanking or like whips and stuff like that. And then we wanted to, he, he wanted to introduce me to the clubs. Yeah. And I was open. I was like, okay, like I can go and I want to feel comfortable with just watching. And I felt comfortable. I didn't feel pressured if we went. It's okay. Yeah. I'm just a curious. I'll never say, I never, I don't want to never say, I'll never say never, but I'm open to seeing and trying new things as long as I feel like I can say no and be heard. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So then COVID came and all the clubs shut down. Oh no. And we never made it to a club. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, you've got me like all interested, all excited. Like I want to, I don't know, meet and see other people that do this. Like you're in this lifestyle that you're telling me about, but I really haven't seen you in this lifestyle because it's always just been us. Mm -hmm. So he found a house party. Oh, okay. Yeah. So found a house party, beautiful, big house. A couple own it and live there and they open up their house. I think it was like once a month to these swinger parties. And I was like, okay, sure. I guess it's the you know, same difference, whatever. So we did that, and I really liked it. Were you nervous? I, I, was, I was nervous. The first time we went, I kind of planned it where I had to work the next day. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, I'll come, see what's going on, but I can't stay, like, really late, because I have to go to work the next day. Right, you gave so yourself that an was out. Yep. So yeah. that was my out. So I was able to go and observe and just kind of sit and chill. And that's, that's actually what I really enjoyed. I enjoyed all these people there just doing what they wanted to do. They didn't care about anybody else. All down to earth, 
super sweet and genuine and welcoming because they're all doing the same thing. It just felt very comfortable and very welcoming. It was couples. Mm -hmm. You had single females. There was only a couple, and I mean that literally, single men. They really tried to limit the single men. Yeah, that's common. Um, Exactly. So, yes, I was able to observe, and he went off and he did his own thing. He would come back and check on me. We did a little bit of playing, just us or whatever, while I was there. Mm -hmm. And I think because I knew that, hey, this is his scene, I was okay with him just going off and playing, because I'm like, that's what he does. Like, I, he's always been open about that. So I was okay in the, in the scenarios with him yeah. for him just going off and doing his thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel comfortable going off and doing my thing just because I still felt new to it. So we went to quite a few, I would say at least half a, I don't know, maybe half a dozen, a handful of them together. Mm-hmm. And each experience was different. It was nice because you would see a lot of familiar faces, which that made you feel more comfortable. Yeah. And then like, hey, I'll see you next time and we'll do something next time. They also had some different themes, whether it was a different outfits wear or they would have almost like a different lesson, somebody presenting something like they had somebody presenting spanking one time oh, and interesting. how to do that in a sensual appropriate way. And I think they had somebody doing like different times one time. So it was just kind of a way to kind of get everybody, you know, involved. So, yeah, so that was kind of my introduction how far did you go though did you ever okay i need to know did you ever hook up with a girl or are you not into that just guys what do you how do you roll so we would so at one of the parties we did i guess it was a a couple so yes so it was another female another male so we kind of i guess had a little bit of a line going up so i did do some eating out a little bit which was Different, obviously a completely different experience. Uh-huh. So yeah, so no, that was fun. That was one experience that I had with a with another female. Yeah. But so, and, but besides that, did you do swapping? I mean, how far into it did you get? You just t- did, told me about what you did, saw. Yeah. Yeah. No, we did swap. We did full swap. Mm-hmm. I was okay. I was basically okay doing anything as long as he, as long as he was in the room. Yeah. yeah that so makes sense. He felt safe. Swap, mm-hmm. Yeah. So full swap. I probably had another, somebody else then the girls so then when we had when we were playing with the couples that's when I got kind of tried it out with a girl mm-hmm. so that was that was something fun different toys always a lot of toys role playing um well he mentioned that you were squirting in one of his episodes that he yeah. talked about so when did you learn how to squirt you're this girl that didn't even jerk off till you're like 25 <laughs> like how did you learn how to squirt I'm 54 and still can't. I'm so jealous. Tell me how. Yeah. So I learned first with him using a toy Mm -hmm. and now I can do it without using a toy. Wow. I feel like because you never really wired yourself in any way because you didn't really do anything that you were just totally open to whatever. Because I think that's how we do wire ourselves. Our first couple experiences or what we're doing by ourselves. A lot of times 
we're all of our experiences are with ourselves because everyone's like jerking off because they're too young to go out and really do things but because you didn't have any of that you were just so open that I feel like oh first guy comes in he can make you squirt because you didn't know anything else I don't know yeah I really didn't I didn't know I feel like I was kind of like a sponge yeah I was always like I think why I always had a problem is because when I was little I found my clit by accident I swear there was like (laughs) I had a pencil in my hand and it went down there and it touched it and this whole crazy thing happened I'm like what the fuck was that and then of course I kept doing it and I always I didn't know I had another hole so I always played with my clit and so I wired myself so much into a clitoral orgasm that it was way harder for me to know oh how to get off on something being in and I and I think that that's what happens you do wire yourself certain ways but you were so unwired because you were like so fresh and untouched that he was able to get in there and just really work your body because you didn't really you weren't so fixated on your clit like I was because you were doing that yeah no that makes yeah that makes complete sense like I was very open yeah to basically anything that he would do and it would then it'd be kind of surprising what my body could do or would do because they didn't know to not do it not go there and that was another thing with like more the BDSM thing it was like I can really let myself go down the line of pain yeah interesting. Um, which is interesting because if you would say that I'd be like no like I don't like pain but if you let yourself mentally get into that place it's it can be like amazing but it's a different type completely yeah it's so crazy your story and you're so interesting to me because really you set the perfect stage by being a virgin up until you're 25 for, like you said, for all these things to be easy for you to accomplish and go there uh, because you were inexperienced. And then you meet this first guy. It's kind of crazy <clears throat> who's so open. And I love that you were open to it. And it's so great that he was open to you, that you could trust him to really go and explore all of this stuff with him. He really, he did help you. Right. I mean, yeah, no, 100%. Like, and that's the thing, like, I knew just based on, I knew that he was in this lifestyle 100%. Yeah. The extent that he was, I was like, I don't want that as, like, my life partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're great friends, and I trust you, and I feel comfortable with you. This is kind of, like, a great setup. Because I don't get mad at him, or I, I didn't get mad at him when he would go off and do his own thing, because, like, mentally, I already had things compartmentalized. So it was like, okay, great, like, I can go and enjoy these things because I'm not like worried about him. Yeah, yeah. And he he had told you he was with other people from the get-go. So you never had exactly. unrealistic expectations of the relationship. Exactly. Did you ever, because you were with him for a while, did you ever wind up copping feelings for him that were more so than just, oh, you're my buddy that's helping me explore things? Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that, that, I mean, I would say that that definitely Yes. <laughs> Short answer, yes. Because, I mean, that's also my first. Yeah. Like, there is that's what something I think. Yeah. That about your first. Mm-hmm. So, no, there's definitely feelings and caring for sure. And then now, after all of that playing and everything, you was George the first person you met after him or did you date a while before you met George? No. No, it would have been George. Okay, so uh, you leave this guy, you guys break up. What happened? Was it just like you went your separate ways? Yeah, it wasn't even anything. Yeah, it wasn't anything like so severe. It was just kind of like a, a growing apart. He got busy. I got busy. 
then George kind of came into the picture and he was like, okay, I feel like we're kind of with George now. So he I would still reach out, kind of like feeling like, I'm like, yeah, I'm still with George. He's, and he was very respectful and all of that. So it was just more of kind of a growing apart type thing. Cause no, if I'm with somebody, I obviously wasn't going to <laughs> go play. Yeah, <laughs> go yeah, play yeah. with somebody else. <laughs> now, were you afraid to tell George? I mean, because here you are this girl that has this past. That's pretty hardcore. I mean, I, I, you have to wonder, I, one of the first questions I asked George is like, how long into your relationship with her did she tell you? Because, you know, some yeah, guys would react bit. Some, yeah, totally. Some guys would react <laughs> negatively. You know, you really don't know. Were you nervous to tell him? I was. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't sure what he might think of me. Of course. And then also wasn't sure, again, like how he felt. Because it's, okay, well, I don't want him to just think that I'm some girl we can go out and party with. I'm not just your little unicorn either. Like, I want to make sure that he was into me and that we had our relationship and that we were good and that we were what each other wanted. Right. Because listen, a lot of guys actually would take that kind of information and take it to the extreme. You don't know, right? How someone, mm-hmm. right? And a guy will think, oh, great. She wants to fuck Here we people. go. <laughs> I always wanted a threesome. <laughs> yeah, let's do this every day. And when, before you know it, they're rolling like the other guy. But you knew that, that you, that's not what you wanted. So yeah, that's yeah. scary. So what I know he told me you didn't bring it up for a really long time, right? Yeah, I mean, I would say at least six, nine months yeah, yeah, to a that's year. Right. Yeah, like, that's what yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. she knew, she knew she had you. Like that's the smart one. <laughs> she waited to make sure you were locked in, loved her, can't go anywhere. Now she's going to tell you. Um, and so, what did you say to him, and how did he react? Do you remember? Uh, it was it was pillow talk one night, just yeah. talking about different experiences. I mean, we've always had great sexual interactions experience like that is not something that's been lacking and it's something that we feel open to kind of talk about what do you enjoy or he's always open about the porn he watches Mm -hmm. so um or like oh you were at home and you worked late so you know I had a I had to watch a movie while you were gone and I would ask oh what did you watch um so we always had different talks like that and then I think I just brought up like yeah I went to house party before and he's like what's that like yeah just a bunch of people and it's really nice but you know there's some playing involved (laughs) oh my god so that i mean his his ears perked right up and yeah he wanted to know everything and then started looking up everything about well wait i want to do this now too Mm -hmm. um and i was i felt since like he had never done anything never threesome never a party whatever which I think part of me maybe naively thought that well don't like all guys at some point do something because like they're all that's all they think about yeah yeah, yeah. they just don't have it's just, the problem is girls the problem is the girls don't want to do it that's yeah. the problem yeah <laughs> so like he was kind of like no like I've never never done anything I was like yeah. oh so then I was like well I feel like you need to I, amazingly enough, surprisingly enough, have had all these experiences that you haven't as a guy as well. I feel like I kind of owe it to you (laughs) to at least try it. Yeah, amazing. So, yeah. So 
he started looking up different things. I was like, I don't want to just meet with somebody random over the internet. I don't want to just go find a guy in a hotel room. No, like I would rather find a house party because that's what I know. Mm -hmm. Or we could try like a club. Yeah. Either way, I feel like it's open. We can observe. We can lead. I want to make sure that we're good to kind of do whatever. So he, he was kind of not pushing like it didn't feel pressure but he would bring it up regularly i'm like okay like i need to do this <laughs> all right yeah. you know he's sending me links like hey i saw this or hey i was listening to this yeah he was smart he was not gonna miss this window of opportunity no, okay wait i got a green light yeah i'm gonna make this shit happen okay <laughs> i don't want that to expire yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so finally it was his birthday and i'm like oh my goodness what do i get this guy like yeah year before we had gone on vacation out to LA and I was like we can't go away this year what am I going to do I was like ah I can schedule I can plan for us to go to a party and surprise him so it's his birthday whatever I'm like here we're going here and I just gave him the address and we just pulled up to the club wow and I think he was I think he was pretty shocked that I actually (laughs) did that (laughs) and got him to a party (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. That was the perfect gift. Yeah. So, and that's what he said. He's like, that's one of my best gifts. I'm like, there we go. (laughs) I did it. And it was different for me too, because I had never actually done the club. And it was kind of like, he's looking to me to be like the experienced one. And I'm like, oh yeah, I did it. But also this is a little bit different too. So we wound up having uh, an amazing night. We wound up playing. We wound up having others play with us. So I was really glad with how the night turned out. Yeah, he told, that's when he talked about you squirting. Oh, she was squirting all over. All these guys came in. I mean, were you happy to be back in that environment? Was it something that now you could never see yourself living without? Or is it something that you could give or take? Yeah, it's something that we kind of talked about too. Because I don't want to go to the extreme that this is all we do. All we do is party. Like mm-hmm. we have an amazing relationship, an amazing sex life without this. I just want this to be an addition. Something we do, I don't know, once a month, a couple times a year. Yeah. And have an amazing time together. Yeah, I but love that. But otherwise, it's still good. Yeah, he explained that because I said, do you feel like it made you guys' relationship closer or any different? He's like, no, not at all because we always had the best sex ever. And he kind yeah. of, um, you know, explained it exactly like what you did. And I think that that's smart and makes sense. Yeah, but it is interesting because it is like for me and everybody probably has a different experience. But yeah. for me, it's just like mentally, like you can just like, all right, I'm in this space. I'm in this environment. And it's just like kind of let you, letting yourself go. And it's kind of liberating. It's you know what? I'm here. I'm here to have a good time. Yeah. As long as he's good and I'm good, we're good. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to do, you know, do what we want to do. Yeah, he mentioned something. He made a joke about, oh, little George doing this bad stuff. I'm like, but what's great <laughs> about when you do like very naughty things with somebody that you're very close with. It's not like naughty, naughty. You know what I mean? It's like you could be dirty yeah. and all that stuff. But when you're with you doing it with someone that you really care about and it's not some stranger in an alleyway, there's no darkness to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. And I so I think that that's great. I mean, how does like little Mary that was homeschooled and a virgin? <laughs> and, I mean, would you ever believe that this would be yeah. your life? No, no way. No. What about your friends? Are they, does anyone know besides me and all my listeners and George and your last guy <laughs> and all the people at the parties? <laughs> Who else knows? Anyone? Them, um, 
No, no, because it, it is something, I mean, I think more people do it, but it's still kind of, of oh, I guess maybe a little taboo. So, of course, a lot more people do it than, than you even know. Yeah, I just think nobody would ever guess you know, with your background, probably that this is where you would be like even you, right? I don't know. Yeah. Nope. 100%. Cause yeah, even kind of the introduction and exploration, watching porn, going out with this guy, like I never thought that it would be something that I would enjoy and still want to participate in. Right. And it be a part of your life and zero kind of jealousy or anything, because you do feel differently about George than you did the other guy. You're in a real I relationship do. with him. And so- I would say that, and that's kind of why I pointed it out with, with the other guy. Like I didn't care when he did his own thing. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. George, George just going off without me and doing his Not own thing. Happen. That would probably bother me. And yeah. that's something where I said, it was like, I don't care if we're all couple swapping you're playing with a girl, but I want to still be in the same space. Like I want to still be able to eyes on you. Yeah. Yeah. That makes Um, sense. Mm -hmm. I know that we're still like experiencing this together. Right. And then you had one other experience, right? You went to, was it a part? What was the second experience again? I just, it was still, it was still a club. It was a different club. I haven't, I haven't been able to find a house party yet, which I would like to, I, I'm still wanting to get to one because I do feel like that was my favorite. Oh, so, interesting. But we did go to another club and it's equally pleasant experience. A little bit different, but the first time he he didn't play with anybody else. Mm-hmm. I guess I was the one who did most of the playing the first time. It turned into a little bit of a gangbang. Yeah, that's um, what I called it. I'm like, that sounds one. like a fucking gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, there's five or six guys in yeah. that one. <laughs> and then the second time he was, you know, we started playing together. Some more guys came over towards me and then he was just kind of observing. And then a female came in. He he interacted with her and I felt okay with that. I was there. I was there. So that was good because that was something else new to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was good. And we kind of like talked about afterwards. I was like, no, I was okay because... We were still together. You did your playing. I did my playing. And then we came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you enjoy it? Was it a turn on to see him with the other woman or just it was just okay and you didn't feel any jealousy? I didn't feel any jealousy. I think it was a little bit of a turn on because uh-huh. it was like, hey, I know you're making her feel good because I know how I feel. <laughs> with so I was like, yeah, that's kind of like, yeah, you enjoy yourself. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah, that's the way guys say they feel about when they're watching their girl. That's the pleasure in it. And other women yeah. have actually said that also about their guy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. That That's what I've heard a lot. I love this story. It's so interesting. You're really interesting. If people really knew, if people really knew what Mary is really doing, now all my listeners do know. <laughs> do me a favor if you have, if you want to send anonymous pics of your of you guys, if you can, for my Patreon. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Nothing X-rated. You could do X-rated stuff if you want to on my on my Discord. You'll get free access to that. But for my oh, Patreon, okay. 
you'll get free access to that. But for my Patreon, because there you could upload your own pictures and, and stuff. And the reason why I started yeah. that is because everyone calls into my show and then they're sending me all this X-rated shit. I'm like, I can't put this on my <laughs> Patreon. Or someplace to show that. Yeah, I don't. I, so, you, you know, everyone goes on my Patreon, on my Discord. They could do whatever. I don't get involved on the Discord, but it is attached to my Patreon. You will get free access to it. I'll send you a private link that you could get free access to it. But for my Patreon, if you could send me like, they could be sexy pics. A lot of girls send me pics in lingerie or something, but like no nipples or anything like that. And I no faces, anonymous pics of you guys if you want. Okay, great. All right. Awesome. I love the story. I'm so glad I did it with George first well, and Mary second. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for having me. And um, yeah, letting us share our experience. I love it. You're like fascinating to me, Mary. Thanks so much for calling in and sharing and tell George again. Thank you. And your guys episode will air very soon. Next like two weeks. All right. All right. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much. Bye, Mary. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.